Welcome to the Shane Lanigan's podcast. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, all. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fortnight's instalment of the Shane Anigans Podcast Artist Edition, the podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well known but should be. On today's episode, I am joined by Vancouver based indie bedroom pop artist Young Heezy. Young Heezy has been releasing music for a while now with popular tracks such as Cuz You're My Girl, Girl I'll Take You Anywhere, and Because. He recently released an album last year called I Your Boy, which features my personal favourite track, Billionaire. Make sure you all go and check it out. Please all welcome Young Heezy to the podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this fortnight's installment of the Shane Anigans Podcast Artist Edition, the podcast series where I interview artists who are not super well-known, but should be. On today's episode, I am joined by indie artist Young Heezy. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, Young Heezy, give us a, give us a, a hello. Uh, what, what's, what's going on in your life? How's it going? What's up? Uh, life's pretty good, dude. Just making lots of art every day and trying to not get coronavirus. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's tough. Honestly, like, that's pretty much all we can do nowadays. Just try and not get the virus. Is that your art behind you that I'm seeing right now, actually? Yeah, this is a bunch of the pickle arts. I got, like, some of my favorite ones back there. That's really yeah. cool, yeah. Um, what, what, what's that inspired by? What led you down the, the pickle route? Because I don't see lots of that. Uh, lots of, um, I think just being isolated for so long, I started going insane. And uh, I wrote a song about like that that saying or whatever. It's like, I'm in a pickle. It's like, I'm in trouble or whatever. And then I just kind of went with it. And then um, I, had, I wanted to do a music video for it. And I did. I had like not very much of a concept. Like the concept was so bare bones. It was just going to be me recording it. And then I was like, hey, well, maybe I should design my studio with like a pick, single little pickle painting somewhere. And I painted it and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. So I just kept painting pickles and it became this obsession for like weeks, like almost a month. I painted like 100 pickle paintings, man. They're everywhere. That's, hmm, okay. That's a new one for me. I haven't seen that before. Do you, do you sell them? Yeah, I'm selling them right now in my merch store. I got I got some left. I might be taking them off pretty soon though. So, gotta oh, right. act really, quick. That's really cool. Pickles. I haven't seen that before. I actually, man, I might have to cop one myself. I like that one behind you. The the one. Yeah. With <laughs> that's pretty cool. I could honestly, I could see that being a skateboard deck or something. Actually, now that I think about it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that could be a good, nice pickle skateboard deck. <laughs> absolutely, man. Um, okay, so obviously you've seen the podcast before, um, you probably haven't, I'm just making a joke, uh, but uh, you know that we always start off with a joke, um, today's no different, so let's just get right into it. A pharmacist walked into his shop to find a man leaning against the wall. What's wrong with him, he asked his assistant. He came in for cough syrup, but I couldn't find any, so I gave him an entire box of laxatives. You idiot, said the pharmacist. You can't treat a cough with laxatives. Of course you can, the assistant replied. Look at him. He's too afraid to cough now. Because uh, <laughs> he would shit himself. <laughs> yeah, man, this is... <laughs> 
once again, not my joke. I, uh, yeah, it's it's hard out here. It's hard out here for a podcast host. <laughs> um, cool. So I guess that brings us to our next segment. Then this being Florida Man of the Fortnight. So. I don't know if you're aware of who Florida Man is or the concept of Florida Man. I, I mean, have you heard about it yourself? Are you talking about that dude um, who wears like a, an American flag and he goes surfing in hurricanes or something? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I'm, I'm talking I'm, about Florida Man, I'm the talking, official Florida Man. I, I'm talking about Florida Man, the... Um, the phrase at the beginning of a lot of unusual circumstances or news articles in Florida. Yeah. Oh, I, I, like I know I've... about the. I know the meme. Yeah. I just. <laughs> I, I did you one better, and I. But yeah, I felt I'm like meme <laughs> the official Florida man, the guy. I felt like you were messing with me then, but I just wanted to make sure. Okay, cool. Um. <laughs> well. Um. For the listeners, for the first-time listeners who are coming here for Young Heezy, as I'm sure there will be plenty, um, Florida Man is a phrase that um, is a prefix to a lot of unusual happenings that take place in Florida. So uh, let's just get right into this Fortnite's Florida Man. Florida Man wanted for stealing girlfriend's engagement ring to propose to other girlfriend. Jordan, can you believe this? Can you, I mean, I can believe it because it's Florida, but can you believe this? Seriously? <laughs> I'm telling you, investigators said Joseph Davis, 48, is accused in a love triangle that ended with a stolen engagement ring. Deputies said Davis went by Joe Brown with one of his girlfriends and as Marcus Brown with another. The story came to light when one of the women came forward and told detectives she found out her boyfriend whom she met on OkCupid, was actually engaged to someone else. Both women said they met David on OkCupid in 2015 and 2016, but neither knew his real names. When detectives weren't able to identify him by sharing photos, the fiancé remembered the name and address of a niece David had in North Carolina. They were able to contact a woman who turned out to be his sister. Davis's photos matched the photos the girlfriends gave to detectives, um, WTSP reported. So this guy was going around two girlfriends. That's not um, unusual. I mean, how it's many bad names thing. does this guy have? Is David Davis, Joe, and Marcus, and his <laughs> last name's Brown? He goes by Joseph Davis, Marcus Brown, and Joe Brown. So Joseph Davis is his real name. Joe Brown yeah. is one of his girlfriends, and Marcus Brown is the other. So Joe Brown is the name he goes by for one of his girlfriends, and Marcus Brown is the other. That's some. Those are some obvious fake names. That's like immediately sus. And okay, Cupid, you see a Joe Brown come out like uh, no. I'm telling you, Marcus Brown is a bit more believable, but still, Marcus is just such as it's it's too silly of a name. But like Joe Brown, your name's like John Smith with a exactly. name like that. That's like the Johnny Appleseed of names right there, Joe Brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, no, um. Yeah, honestly, the thing is, right, you see uh, quite a few stories like this, like people um, act, like people having secret um, other lovers aside from their main um, 
their main uh, partner. This is different though. Bro stole his girlfriend's engagement ring to propose to his other girlfriend. That's that's. What can I say, Florida man? <laughs> that's yeah, dude. That's kind of epic as fuck. I've never heard of anything. I've never heard of that. Yeah. I'm so I don't, I don't know what excuse he was gonna use for like taking the other engagement ring. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, where were you from yourself? I'm from Canada. Right. I'm in uh, Vancouver, beautiful British Columbia. That's nice. Yeah. Is it what? What's is it? I feel like the it's like always minus forty five degrees Celsius. There, snow is like three meters high, and no there's, man, there's mammoths no. roaming the streets. Those are those are those are racist Canadian stereotypes. Oh, there's no snap. snow over here. No igloos. We don't have pet polar bears and fucking caribous and shit. Uh, it snowed like twice, like this winter once yesterday and like almost once like a week ago um i don't know vancouver is kind of like la but really rainy and uh, a lot colder it's nice. like la without the sun except for in the summer we have all the seasons vancouver is la without the sun except with it's also more like new york than la but it's also a little bit like london and it's also a bit like paris and a little bit it's actually exactly like new zealand if you go to auckland you've been to vancouver okay um that's i mean that's that's great next time i go to next time i go to new zealand i'm just gonna or auckland new zealand i'm just gonna take off canada off my list of places that i've been yeah to. you may as well i think we're both uh are we both run by the queen i think new yeah i think you are in the Commonwealth. i don't know I mean, I know that parts of Canada were occupied by France at some point, weren't they? Ah, oh, I'm sure. Because a lot of people speak France in France. Speak France. Um, speak French in. A lot of people speak French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people speak French in some parts. I don't know where. Uh, yeah, in Canada, <laughs> they speak <laughs> it in uh, in uh, Quebec, Quebec, yes, yeah, Quebec that's... City. Yeah. The Quebecois, yeah, our French, uh, our our French schooling was just so bad in uh, everywhere else. Like it, the schools I went to, no one, all the teachers did not give a, a shit. It was just like they would. I had this one teacher who would just like sit down and like the lesson plan. She would write down like a bunch of stuff on the board and be like, "Oh, this is like grade ten or something." She's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, just do this." And like didn't really teach us anything and no but everyone should have failed that course but she kind of like capped it so that people would make it through yeah. i didn't learn anything i studied french for like 12 years i didn't learn anything yeah yeah i get that man honestly it's just them teachers who just write stuff on the board and expect you to learn how are you supposed to that's I guess this is a good place to end this segment and go right into the questions then. I don't know about oh, you, Jordan. Yeah. What about you? Do you want to, do you want to talk about uh, speaking France in Quebec a bit longer? <laughs> uh, no, let's make a nice natural transition into the next segment here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, <laughs> cool. So how long have you been interested in the whole music thing? What's, uh, yeah, what, what, started this 
fire within you to get into music? Um, I've always been like, I always like singing and like kind of playing instruments. Like ever since I was a kid, like uh, my parents put me into, uh, gave me violin lessons when I was like four years old. So super early. Yeah. So I, it was surrounded, but I was very into like always creating stuff as a kid. Like I just liked coloring books and uh, I really wanted to be a painter or like a sketch artist or something. And then I really wanted to be like a, a movie director. Um, and then when both of those just didn't like, I just found I'd get the most satisfaction the quickest from like writing and creating songs. And so I like started pursuing that very early and uh, still pursuing it to this day. Yeah. What was, um, what was the first song that you wrote about? If, I mean, if you even remember that. Yeah, I don't remember how it goes, but apparently I wrote a song about my dad going to Australia when I was like super young, like six or seven on the piano. And it was something about him and with kangaroos and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. Kangaroos are cool. Um, yeah. I, feel, I feel like kangaroos are just... Uh, man, kangaroo. Like when I was younger, kangaroos, they were like teddy bears, you know? They were supposed to be um, just really nice and really friendly. Now when I see videos of people in Australia with kangaroos, like, they be acting like... But they, kangaroos are basically the Mike Tyson, the boxers of the animal industry. Oh, yeah. Did you see that video of the the guy who, like, rescues his dog from that kangaroo? Yeah. He fully just yeah, goes yeah. over to him, socks him in his jaw, and the kind of just, uh, the, Canada, the kangaroo just drops his, his fists, and he's just like, wait a minute. That's not how this is supposed to go. Like... <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? I feel like you could do that with most animals. If you just punch an animal in the face, most of them will just chicken out. I don't know if that'll work with a bear or a lion, Jordan. Like... You could definitely punch a bear in the face and it, would, it wouldn't know what was going on. It would just leave. I mean, I don't know. You see, the thing is, in The Revenant, right? Leonardo dude, DiCaprio. He, but he didn't punch the bear in the face in that movie. <laughs> Had he just a single swing around. Like, honestly, a week left, and he would have been fine. Well, I... I Well, we don't have bears in the UK, so luckily I'm not going to have to deal with that anytime soon. You guys don't have bears? No, we don't. We don't have a lot of things in the UK. We, don't have, we don't have Wendy's in the UK, let alone bears. <laughs> are be are, there's bears in Russia, though, right? Mm, maybe. I don't... I, I'm sure. I feel like... and But you guys are... Uh, man, my geography might be terrible, but I swear you guys are like pretty close to like, like uh, Western Russia. Is that true? I don't think so. No, we're close to France. No, you're not. You're. Damn, I need to look at a map. <laughs> Trust me, man. Same. We're we're like I think thirty miles away from France overseas. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, you guys. Yeah, I have my I have my facts all wrong right now. But yeah. I'm map, I have it more visual in my head now. Yeah, actually, no. now that I think about it, we're we're close to Finland, Iceland, and France. We're like in between those three countries. So wait, do you guys have like wolves or 
coyotes? We have foxes. You got foxes? Yes. <laughs> Is that the wildest animal you have? Pretty much. We have hedgehogs and foxes. And um, that's really? about it. Yeah, that's about it, to be honest. All of our stuff is just watered-down versions of the real deal. Like, foxes are the watered-down versions of wolves. Hedgehogs are the watered-down versions of porcupines. And, uh... Oh, yeah, they're not even porcupines. The, Ma- the McDonald's here is watered-down. Everything's just watered-down, you know? Your beer's watered-down. I'm telling you, yeah. I mean, I don't drink <laughs> myself, but it, I'd assume it is. Damn. <sighs> The UK is just, honestly, the one thing, right? If there's one thing I'm jealous about when it comes to America, it's your shops. The range of food items in your shops. It's crazy. That's like, you guys be having whole sections, whole areas of Walmart dedicated to cereals. That's... Yeah, well, I mean, that's like the USA goes crazy with their Walmarts, you know, like... They're they're like four times the size of ours, and they're like they have like sections everywhere. Oh, I, have you you're been in Canada? To, uh, you're in Canada. I need to remind myself. No, but it's that. super similar. Like it's super similar. I've been and I've been to. Have you been to uh, the U.S.? I haven't. No. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get, wait till you see it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if I'll be coming to the U.S. anytime soon. It's not uh, it recent events it doesn't seem like the best place for people like me <laughs> um but yeah uh you recently released a new album called i your boy um tell us a little bit about the story behind that album you know the message you wanted to bring about through releasing it yeah this was like um this album was the breakup album where my first effort uh, was about being in love with my girlfriend. This is about losing that love. And also for me, it was kind of a chance to uh, broaden my um, my instrument selection. So I kind of had this idea um, as the Young Heezy project of like two guitars, bass, drums, backing vocals, kind of like original Beatles setup sort of thing. And then this time I wanted to be more like, okay, let's um, let's make this as if a rock band was like, uh, you know, like more of like an orchestra. So I had, I wanted more like, um, like trumpets and violins. And like, I was really thinking about like auxiliary percussion and just thinking about like bigger and like, um, but still, for the most part, I was still wanted a very like acoustic sound to everything. Like, there's only maybe one or two instances where I start getting like very electronic or like into the keyboards. I really wanted it to sound like these songs could exist in a room with like actual people playing them and uh, like um, like an orchestral piece that nice. goes through. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, so what tracks mean the most to you from that album in particular, then? Um, what it what attracts me the most? To, is that what you said? Which tracks from the album mean the most to you from that? Oh! <laughs> What's the most track? Um, <laughs> See where your head is at right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, um, I, Your Boy uh the the song off the album 
Um, cool music. Uh, a genuine attempt at not being a dick. Um, I don't. There's mo. There's moments in all these songs, man. Yeah. But those ones, I think, a genuine attempt at not being a dick is one I come back to the most now. I like. Uh, I like the chill. The chillness of that track. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I get you, yeah. Um, what's the story behind that then? Because, I mean, the title sort of gives a bit of a clue to it, but I don't know, just give the listeners an idea of what you were going for with that track. That is about not taking it, uh, just like not taking it too far. This The whole track is about um, what's it, like moderation and... Uh, what what's the word I'm looking for here? Like uh, self control or something? Um, uh, self discipline? I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah, something like though along those lines of just kind of being like, uh, like staying conserved in the appropriate moments, and uh, just like because I I can find myself like when I have too much fun I start getting like more i start teasing more and then i start like yeah. making jokes that and like poking fun and then um i can end up hurting the people that i love that way and then i, yeah. I see that pattern of like how i uh can interact with people and so i want to that's a song to be like just calm down i guess you could say being civilized i suppose if that's if that makes sense being civilized yeah somewhat um just kind of like being uh just like making an effort not to be a dick really it's in the title (laughs) yeah to be to be honest we're going deep into it but i feel like the title sort of explains itself yeah um i get that honestly i understand that i i feel like a lot of people can relate to that as well taking things a little bit too far when you get I don't know, a bit excited or, you know, like I've had a lot of situations where it was just supposed to be banter and now suddenly I've, I've, I've ruined the get together, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. everyone's pissed off, everyone else. It's just, it's, it's not a good feeling, <laughs> but yeah, um, you had a, the bangs. Is that how you pronounce the, his name? Yeah. Yeah. D bangs. D bangs. Yeah. You had a D bangs feature on a track. Um, that's honestly a billionaire. The track that that's from, that's probably one of my favorite tracks on the album. I really like how, um, you know, you don't often see hip hop and bedroom pop being fused together a lot. Tell us a little bit about like the, um, about that. Like how did you and D-Bangs get into contact with each other? Were you guys in the studio with each other at this point or was it all over emails you know tell us about the process behind the creation of billionaire this was like uh i was so i traveled to la to do a music video with churdley's and i we wanted to get have a scene where like we replace one of the uh musicians and so i like sent out some texts to like or like instagram to like some artists and uh send one out to d bangs and he was like yeah like i'm i'm down to to do this and so like we met up at churdley's place 
and the dude is just like giving everyone fucking fake names the whole time and just like totally fucking around oh my god he's such a fuck he's such a goof such a funny guy and um but yeah he had like uh like perfect energy for like just like meshing with the other comedians in the room and shit and so from there i think i don't know like at some point i showed him the song and uh he really liked it and so we stayed in contact and um just started like we we figured everything out just by like texting and that sort of thing okay right yeah that's just just through texting that's really cool um so did you know of so i'm assuming you knew of him before the creation of the track then yeah yeah yeah. right okay yeah that makes sense um um okay so what's the most rewarding thing to you about releasing a track uh <laughs> there's a couple of things uh one of those uh is being able to forget about it and like move on to the next thing yeah which is really nice yeah a lot i mean there's there's never a point where I just like, I write something and then I, or I record something and then I release it. It's always record it, sit on it for months to like a year and then finally watch it be released. And then finally the stress of the whole thing can like just go away and I can like continue doing stuff. Uh, But it's really nice like seeing people comments and like, talk about the songs and like it's cool when people review the album and like i get to see uh a snippet of how it's affecting other people that's like a pretty pretty beautiful feeling right there yeah exactly yeah i mean sometimes when i listen to i can, I can understand the sitting on your tracks for um for a while because sometimes i'll be listening to like i'll make a track and then I'll listen to it even a week later and I'll just think to myself like did I am I listening to this with the same ears I was listening to it when I with when I was making it cuz it sounds completely different and it just sounds like trash you know I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you yourself Yeah pretty much every song I I start on I have the idea and then when I start recording it I'm like oh shit this is <laughs> this is definitely not going to work yeah. But I don't know. It's just like a matter of a lot of songs you can polish. Pretty much any song ever you can polish up and just like keep adding little things or like tinkering with it until it starts sounding alive. Yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah. I mean, I said, I've said this before. There's only so much reverb you can add to a track before. Oh, um... I hate reverb so much. Really? I hate reverb. Yeah, reverb sucks. What, what is that? Because, like, I want to hear the instruments. I want to hear the moments that are happening. And, like, I like, like, I think reverb should be used as, like, there's, like, moments where it can be used as, like, a cool effect or whatever. But, like, to hide things or just drowning your track in reverb is, like, dude, there's not even a song left. All I hear is air. Yeah, that's all I so- hear is like wisping air and like maybe a beat, but I can't. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah, man, I agree. I mean, I agree. There is a point where there's too much reverb. But personally, for me, I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree and say. I mean, I use a little bit in my tracks. Like I, 
I don't like how my voice sounds. That's all I'm going to say. I don't like how oh, my yeah, voice yeah. sounds in my tracks. That's why I use reverb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, okay. Unrelated to, to this whole um, releasing a track thing. Which would you say you are in life? A protagonist, a villain, comic relief, or love uh, um, interest in uh, this, in the grand scheme of things, Jordan? Oh, I don't know, man. All of those are just like fucking ego-driven titles, you know? Really? Yeah, of course they are. Interesting. So I, so what... <laughs> I gotta keep my I gotta keep my ego in check. But I don't know, man. I'm a fucking uh, cliff note to like someone else. You're Jordan. I guess that's what we can say. You're just Jordan. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, to be honest, this generation. I mean, my my generation um, just has everyone's ego is so high. Everyone wants to be a main character for some reason. Like, I be on TikTok every day. People are like, me being a main character in Starbucks. <laughs> like, just just relax and drink your coffee. What's... <laughs> What's yeah, I don't know. You kind of, you have to put that on a little bit, like, uh, for TikTok and uh, even, like, Instagram and stuff. I feel like I have to, count, like, perform and all that shit. But one of those, hey guys, today I'm got you know, one of those preppy voices, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. And it's like, I get it. It's sometimes like, if you, if you like the person, then you like seeing them happy and like, you want to watch something exciting, but it's also just sometimes makes me want to fucking stab my eyeballs out with an ice pick watching these fucking like fake happy, uh, I don't know, dude. I'm not hating on anyone for anything like that. Like, I totally understand. Um, but but it's just like, it's just a product of it. Like, you get more views and more likes for, like, being happy like that. And so people start doing it more like that. Um, there's, like, a couple creators, I'm sure, that can, like, come off as, like, a genuine self. And it's cool. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like no one is fully genuine on the internet, though. Everyone's got some skeletons, I guess. Even, like, you see people like, I don't know if you know, like, have you seen? Yeah, dude, I don't, I fucking can't stand that guy. That guy's got some skeletons in the closet. I know it. He's He's got some, some kids hidden in his basement or something. I'm telling you, because there's... <laughs> My guy's always got a smile on his face. What's up with that? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I really don't like his smile at all. His smile drives me insane. Yeah, but that's man. the thing is, I fuck, I can't stand the dude. But I'll end up like it's almost like exposure uh, therapy or some shit. Like every time I see one of his videos and like he's not smiling or he says something normal, I almost like him a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like so he's like he's almost hooking me in. But we're still talking about him, so yeah. Fuck, he's one man. I, we can cut this part out if you want. We can cut this part out of the podcast. Cut it off. Get <laughs> I'm out telling of here. you, man. Um, okay, but for real though, do you want me to cut this out or should we just? <laughs> no, dude, it's good. 
It'd be funny if we're bleeping, if you could bleep his name the whole way through, that'd be hilarious. That would be funny, yeah. People might be able to figure it out, though. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, next question. If you've got a, if you received, right, a record deal today and the money to do whatever you wanted musically, what would you do? I would hire a the biggest orchestra I could and start writing orchestral music, hundred percent. That's really cool. So, like orchestral music, do you mean like um? I'm talking about violins and trumpets and clarinets and oboes and cellos and the whole nine yards. Fucking all the auxiliary percussion, everything. Right. Okay. Do you mean like um, soundtracks to movies or like just your own albums or what do you mean by that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want my own stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. I want to have like uh, just a big like string section behind me while I'm like singing about nothing. But like yeah, really man. good, like awesome, like like weird time signatures jumping everywhere and like crazy drum beats and like... I was going to say, because like... A young heezy Pirates of the Caribbean soundtrack would go crazy. That would go insane. <laughs> yeah, dude. Imagine that with like like a great melody, also harmonies going everywhere. I'm gonna need a choir in there too. Yeah, exactly. Just like something like super super insane. Like uh, I don't know. I just really really want to have like that orchestra moment. Yeah, that would be crazy, man. Um. Okay, so. I've got one more question. Um, I've got one more question before we get into the uh, would you rather section. Cool. What is an assumption that a lot of people make about you as a musician that gets on your nerves? Uh, good question. Maybe one that's really funny is some people still think I'm a rapper. Uh, I had like some, I've had like hip hop labels hit me up. Right. (laughs) I think they, I think they see like the, the views or the streams or whatever, and they don't even listen to the song. Yeah. And then after, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. Um, I think, um, I don't know any other assumptions. I'm not really annoyed by assumptions. Like I know I know how things are. I know you can't like keep track of the millions of artists that are out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people think that I'm American, which is really funny. Um, I'm sorry, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Uh, Yeah. That's probably it. I don't know. Cool. So you heard it here, guys. Young Heezy is Canadian, not American. Educate yourselves. Come on. This is, (laughs) <laughs> that's that's like fact factoid number one um, yeah man um okay so i guess that brings us to the end of our question segment um our next segment is would you rather would you rather be immunized to mouth burn due to hot food or be immunized to bad breath jordan uh hot food hot food really okay Immune, like you mean, I could just have as much hot food as I want. And I'll never get burned. Yeah, yeah, dude. Cause I can just brush my teeth. I mean, like bad breath, you can fix. You can't 
Wait, you have to wait with hot food. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually a really um good argument there. Cause um yeah, with bad breath, that's an interesting one, because sometimes you don't even know when you have bad breath. But it can affect everyone around you. It's just like when you like if, if you smell bad or something, like you go you go if you go around smelling like garlic once that's going to stick with people for a long time afterwards, especially if it's a first impression. Like, yeah. exactly. Yeah, man. Like, it's just the idea of me smelling like onions and walking past a fit girl. So fit in the UK means attractive. So attractive girl in, yeah, the, yeah. in the shops here. And I smell like onions. That's embarrassing. That's the kind of thing that will keep me up at night. <laughs> yeah, dude. But then you could impress her by just like guzzling a fresh coffee in front of her. That's true, yeah. I'll tell you something though. Like with coffee and bad breath, there's this teacher at the school that I used to go to who was notorious for having the worst breath. Every single student in the school knew it. Whenever he'd walk into a room, you'd just hear a cacophony of a... And people holding their breaths the entire time he walked in, and he had no idea what was going on. Students used to just take the piss out of this teacher every single, like, whenever they saw him. I'd hate that. I don't know, man. I think, like, maybe, like, I don't even notice bad breath over here. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really affect me. But, like, I've been to London, and that, I, London is the smelliest city I've ever been to. In my fucking life. I've been to Paris and London was smellier. So I don't, I think you like, there's other scents that are just like going to be covering up the bad breath uh, thing going on anyways. I get you, man. Yeah. I, do you know what? The thing is everyone, like the air quality in London, that's not a new issue. You could go to London and then you could blow your nose after you leave the city and you'll just see soot in the tissue. It's crazy. Like, really? I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's that bad now. I've been told it by, I was told it by my business studies teacher back in the day. I don't know how true it was. I, it's probably the case if you go to like, I don't know, Beijing or something like that or Tokyo maybe. I don't know. I don't know which one's worse. I think Beijing I think it's, worse. Yeah, I think it's pretty bad in... Uh, Parts of China. I've seen documentaries. Yeah, I've man. Place sometimes. It's tough, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, would you rather have ants in your pants or rocks in your socks? Rocks in my socks. Fuck ants. Yeah. No. What am I saying? Of course, I'd rather have rocks in my socks. You gotta give me some hard balls here, dude. Yeah. Ants in your pants would just suck. The idea of you ever get like a a creeping sensation on your leg and you feel like it's just like i don't know like a demon is about to pull you under your bed and it's just one of your hairs yeah i've trained myself to look at that before i like scratch it now yeah man it's just i always thought spiders were crawling on my hands and now i just like if i feel it i just look yeah and that's there's never anything so i can just look at it and until the feeling goes away like a psychopath I, yeah, exactly, man. Like, I'm, I saw somewhere, I saw someone tweet that it's the ghosts of all of the, <laughs> of all of the flies and spiders that you've killed. The ghosts of the flies. It's the, the Lord of the flies. No, dude, it's just your fucking hairs freaking you out because 
karma or something. Yeah, I guess so, man. I guess so. I mean, you must have done something very petty for your hairs to be pissed off at you, though. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, uh, something stupidly small. I don't know. Like, you heard, you closed the cupboard door and some stuff started tipping over and you just left it for the next person. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I was going to say, you pirated a song once <laughs> on Wire. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I... You pirated Metallica's music. Honestly, do you know what? I'm manifesting this right now. Anyone who pirates Young Heezy's music is going to eternally, like every single day, five times a day, they're just going to feel an insect on their leg and it's going to be one of their hairs. Even I'm people with... Pardon? First to say, pirate all my music, take it all away. I'll set, I'll put the torrents down there. Just fucking get off Spotify, you guys. Pirate all of it. Take it. I don't want it anymore. Spotify is a bit, yeah, it's a bit iffy nowadays. I've, I've heard, like literally, I saw a meme the other day saying that Spotify had given its one hundredth dollar to its artists and honestly i believe it i'd believe that <laughs> yeah i saw a pretty good meme that was like um i uh i don't support bands or, or it was like uh bands that i don't like i don't support them by only listening to them on spotify <laughs> that sounds about right you just you're giving them the numbers but they're not getting anything from it you know that's that's that sounds like know. a nightmare. Yeah, you you got they they give you a little bit. I'm, <laughs> but you gotta you gotta wake in like a decent amount of streams first. Emphasis on the little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Okay. Next one. Would you rather only be able to watch one YouTube channel for the rest of your life, or one movie for the rest of your life? That see that one's a good question. Um, fuck. What about movies that are on YouTube? Yeah, I guess that can work because it's the same movie, isn't it? Fuck, man. I might. I love movies so goddamn much, but recently I've just been watching like like uh crazy like theories and reviews and shit of the movies that i love even of movies that i've never seen before yeah man like i've been watching this dude i think he's called the uh uh the theorizer and he's like just this freaking big nerd who goes into like the the most like nerdiest rabbit holes about these movies that are so like i'm I don't know, man. Some of them are so iffy, but they're so fun to like follow this logic train that he's created for himself. Like I'm watching like uh, all the theories on like how every Pixar movie is connected. Yeah, and, like, I saw something like that the other day, actually. Yeah, dude, this guy goes deeper than anyone I've ever seen. The theorizer, good stuff. Yeah, I definitely should. Um... Yeah, I'll definitely check him out. And uh, hopefully the listeners will check him out as well. I think, for me personally, I'd probably have to go with um, the YouTube channel thing, maybe. Because yeah. the, the idea of watching one movie for the rest of my life... 
what? Just one movie? So if I choose, like, like no matter what movie I choose, by the way, it's just going to become dead after, like, the f- maybe the 10th watch. Because there's movies that I've definitely watched more than five times, ten times, I'd say. I don't know about you. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, it's like, oh, it's hard. Because also, like, with the YouTube channel, you'd still be getting, like, more con like if they're posting all the time or whatever and plus it's like high art with movies fuck i almost want to just shoot myself in the foot and say i would go with watching one movie and keeping all of youtube you sure about that dude i don't know and i'm like a heart like i love movies more than anyone but youtube man i think youtube is like the future it's like more i don't know it's hard to say that's the thing youtube really is the future no i i i say that i don't know tiktok's been on the right tiktok's probably going to die out soon actually maybe i don't know about you do you use tiktok much yourself i i'm trying to (laughs) i don't know how to do it it's a really good place to promote your stuff i'm I'm telling yeah, yeah. you, so many people have gone have gone viral, have started businesses and all of that off TikTok already. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, nah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of other places you can get your entertainment from than YouTube, and there's a lot of mus- There's a lot of movies that I haven't seen. Okay, cool. Um, would you rather have been snapped or not snapped during um the whole Avengers situation? So let's say you get snapped. You have a 100% chance of coming back, you know, when Iron Man snaps his fingers. I'm assuming that you know about all of this, you know, Avengers lore and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So Thanos did the snap. He snapped away half of the people, half of everything, everyone in humanity and in the universe. And um, yeah, so, and they all came back after five years when Hulk snapped them back into reality with the Infinity Stones. Would you rather have not been snapped and stayed alive during those five years, or would you rather have been snapped and just come back to life after those five years? I think... Uh... I think I think it would be less traumatic to be snapped. Really? Yeah, dude. Because for some people, they don't know what's they don't know what the hell's going on, and they just like disappear. And I mean, I I don't know what happens. Maybe you go to some I don't know something happens to you or nothing happens. Uh, but then I figure like if the way time works is like you're gone, and then five. Uh, years is like nothing and then you just reappear again and everyone is just a little bit older but you yourself like they've been living through like this oh fuck it's the apocalypse and they think that this is forever but you like you didn't have to deal with any of that traumatic shit you just you're back and you're like oh okay I get to stay young forever (laughs) I guess so yeah but I don't know I just I think I'd rather stay, Jordan, to be honest. Like, Why would you do that? Because, okay, I asked this question on one of my Instagram stories earlier on. 
and people were saying stuff like, you know, house prices will be low, there will be a lot of job um, vacancies, you know, you'll get, to, um, you'll get to just chill for five years, basically. I, uh, I guess. Yeah, but like, then again, part of me thinks, like, what if every single member of my family and friends just disappears and I'm the only one left? Because that could happen. It's unlikely, but it could happen. Then what? That's me just like alone for five years. I mean, to be fair, I don't really speak to many people now anyways, but still it's like, just just, just imagine being alone for five years. That, that would be crazy. Yeah, dude, just snap, just snap yourself away. You, I'm like lower housing prices. What are the people you're talking to going to buy a house soon? Like, what are they talking about? What the hell? You think you're going to buy a house? <laughs> it would be nice. That's all I'm saying. I'd like to buy a house. There's I... less people around, but there's also less things being made. I, I don't know, man. I think it would be a, a tragedy to live through that. All I'm saying is, like, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> I think we can move on to the next Would You Rather. Yeah. Would you rather get shot or not get shot? <laughs> now, just go with me on this. Just go with me on this. Just, just before, just before you go off on me, right? You have a vaccine. No, just shot with a gun, <laughs> with a with a bullet. <laughs> just go. Just hold on, okay. hold on, listeners. I know you're like looking at your screens. You're like looking at me, like what the hell is this guy talking about? Now, just listen, okay? You have a one hundred percent chance of surviving the bullet. So. If you do get if you do get shot, you have a one hundred percent chance of surviving. If you don't get shot, then it's just like taking the blue pill, I think it was, and you just like live normally. Uh so what what you're saying here is that I can either get shot. Where do I get shot? Like in the head? You know what? Getting shot in the head would be pretty cool if I have a 100% chance of surviving. Yeah, 100% chance of survival, but like, what is your, what does surviving mean? Surviving like means that you will, life? so surviving in this scenario means you will literally live exactly how you lived before. I mean, you'll look normal. If you want a cool scar, then you get a cool scar. <laughs> what's, the, what's the argument for getting shot? You get to know what it feels like to get shot, Jordan. That's literally oh. the only... And you get a cool story to tell people. That's literally the only um, argument. <laughs> um, I feel like, yeah, that might be cool. I don't know if I want to risk that, though. What do you mean risk it? There's, that, there's no risk here. I feel like there's some risks. I just wouldn't... If someone came up to me and with that in real life, I'd be like, no. <laughs> I don't yeah, believe man. you. Yeah, man. I mean, I wouldn't, like, literally, if someone came up to me with a gun saying, yo, you want to get shot or not get shot, I'm going to carry on walking. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it's like even small things. Like, would you rather me prick you with this pin right now or would you rather me not do that? Yeah, but the would... thing is, I know what getting pricked with a pin feels like, though. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Have you ever been shot before? Not with a gun. Exactly. Like, I want to get shot. Well, 
That sounds that sounds so morbid. But I want to get shot with a gun, Jordan. Like, I want to know what Dude, it that's... feels like. All you listeners out there, you know what to do with these edits. <laughs> no, but like, you know what I mean, though? Like, some you ever see a movie and some people will get shot in the chest and they'll just be done. They'll just die instantly. And then you'll get people like, I don't know, like maybe Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible or something who get shot directly through the heart and then like manages to crawl for like three kilometers through the Sahara. Obviously, yeah, dude, that hasn't happened. Like... How does that kind of stuff happen? But I'd rather get shot. That's all I'm saying. You would rather... Why would you rather get shot? It makes no sense. Because I want to know what it feels like to get shot, bro. That's literally... Why do you want to know what it feels like to get shot, bro? Because then I can be like, hey, you know what it's like to get shot? I do. Like, whenever I'm like, whenever I'm like trying to holler at a girl at like the pub or the bar, I don't go to the pubs, but like at the uh, charity shop or something, I'm like, hey, you ever been shot before? I have. You know, give him a little winky wink, you know? Yeah. Then she smells the breath. (laughs) (laughs) But like, what would you, that just sounds like someone would be like, oh man, I was, oh, I was having this real bad day. Be like, dude, shut up. I've been shot before. You have no idea what you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, I can always use that as like just a, one up. Yeah, just to one up someone. Someone's like, man, my, uh, I'm like, how how was your weekend, bro? How are you doing? He's like, man, my wife cheated on me. My kids got run over by a a reindeer, and I my grandmother's um, ashes. Well, if, I don't dog. know if it's, if it's kids are like, dead. <laughs> and I'm like, well, listen, bro, it can't be worse than my weekend, okay? I got shot. <laughs> I know your half your family just died, but I got shot and also no repercussions. And also it was awesome. Oh, my days. Yeah, nah, that's, I can, I can use that whenever I want to. Come on, don't you want I, that power? <laughs> maybe. Just to be I'm almost, uh, I don't know, maybe. Okay, hypothetically, if I knew for a fact everything would be fine even if they're i don't know why i'm playing with this knife right now yeah, you know, i'm looking at it right now i'm like what is that clicking sound um, i think yeah. i'd rather just have the whole world explode if i had that a chance like that i don't know the whole world can die it's actually a really hard decision when you think about it i i spent quite a bit of time thinking about it myself it's like not that hard. <laughs> okay no you know what this is stupid i'm not getting shot I don't care. Really? I don't want it. it. End of discussion. Okay. I I will not be shot. Okay. I don't know how it feels. Last last chance to change your mind, man. I, nope. I have enough (laughs) trauma. I don't need more. Yeah, that's tough, man. Okay, fair enough. Do you know what? We'll leave it at that. Fair enough. And do you know what? I think that's a good place to end off this episode. I have just one more question before we round things off. You are heard by every single person on earth right now for 10 seconds. What do you say? Um, uh, every single person on earth for 10 seconds. I I have nothing to say. 
Like, you're not going to promote anything or anything like that? I'm going to prom... No, I'm not... What do you... Um, listen to... Uh, uh, I don't know. Buy more things. I, 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 I have nothing to say. What am I going to say to people? Buy more things? <laughs> Dude, people... You know how many languages there are out there? Everyone, <laughs> under, everyone understands. Everyone understands. Just it just so happens by miracle that everyone understands what you're saying. Okay, I'd just be like, everyone try not to be a dick and listen. Go listen to your uh, yeah. Just don't be a dick. That's all. I, that's all I have to say. I have nothing else. Fair enough, man. I mean, yeah, that's. That makes sense. Quite a few other people I've interviewed have said that as well. So yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Um, you know what? I think that's a good place to end off this podcast, Jordan. Thank you for appearing on it, though. Um, do you have anything you'd like to say to the listeners before you uh, before we round things off? <laughs> Don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That sounds good. Okay, cool. Um, do you know what, Jordan? Thank you for appearing on this episode. Listeners of the Shane Anagans podcast, Artist Edition. Uh, thank you for listening. Stay Shane amazing, and I will see you all next time. And that concludes this fortnight's installment of the Shane Anagans podcast, Artist Edition with Ishana Sumazura. I am, of course, Ishana Sumazura. Feel free to subscribe to this channel and click the bell next to it. Or if you're an audio listener, simply subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. If you have anyone you'd like to see on the podcast, or if you're an artist who would like to make an appearance, feel free to drop me a message on any of my socials. See you all next time.